Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you today. And it's exciting as we begin to continue the progress toward the 2016 elections. A lot of people are getting a little fired up about what's going on in the marketplace. They're excited about the ideas. They're interested in uh, serious debates, perhaps some not so serious. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people getting engaged in the conversation of America. They're interested in, in driving the future of the country, which is great. That's part of what being an American is all about. The fact we actually have something to say about it, or at least purported to have something to say about it, is uh, what our nation was founded on. So we have an opportunity to continue to drill in and ask questions. And as the field winnows, depending on your particular uh, side of the aisle, you can start to look at what the future may hold. And then you begin to ask yourself, what does it really mean to me? What's my life going to look like? How much of what happens in the political realm is going to impact me? And then an interesting thing begins to happen. You think back four years ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago, or perhaps if you're really active in the political spectrum, you start looking at the off-year elections. And you look in year increments of two and say, you know, what, what really changed? Well, in the big picture of life, depending on the regulatory constraint on your type of work or the business or the industry that you're in, you may have gone through an economic change. You may have gone through an upsizing or a downsizing or a right-sizing. If you're in the tax business, you probably got a lot more work as the tax code gets more complicated and more convoluted. If you begin to look at the opportunities that are on the horizon, a good entrepreneur is always looking over the horizon, trying to figure out where the opportunities are. How do I get there ahead of the rest of the pack? How do I begin to carve out a niche in my community or in my following that will allow me to benefit by creating value to serve others? All those are important questions. One of the interesting things that entrepreneurs and and small business owners often are confronted with is the idea of being first to bring a new concept to the marketplace. Have you ever been there? you ever gotten a phone call with somebody that is Propose the latest and greatest idea or perhaps a a phenomenal new marketing idea or a project or a program or something that sounds like it could be really tremendous. Sometimes we create those programs ourselves. We come up with a new idea and we're the ones that say, hey, here's a cool thing. How do we how do we help the marketplace? And oh, by the way, if I do a good job of it and I deliver sufficient value, it should add great numbers to my top line. And if I do it right that should all drop to the bottom line so that I've got a good profit for the work that we've done in the community. But let's play a little game today. Let's think about what would it what it would be like for you to get a phone call from somebody that you know, somebody that you have credibility with, that brings a new idea to you that says, hey, Steve, here's, here's an idea that I think would be helpful for you. I think it has a great potential. It's got an opportunity that could add to your bottom line and also could help your business in a big way. 
if you are a wise business person, there are a few things that are going to come to mind. And, and part of what we're going to drill into this morning are things that you ought to consider when people bring an idea to you. How do you begin to find out the credence or the credibility of a proposal? You know, one of the challenges, especially a lot of people that are new to the entrepreneurial or business world or even the large corporate world, people get folks bringing ideas to them all the time. You have vendors that are constantly pitching new products, new services, new programs. And many times the enthusiasm of the pitch creates the intended result from the person delivering the pitch, which is that you buy the idea, pull out the checkbook, and take on that particular product, service, program, campaign, whatever it happens to be. But the wise individual that has been down that road once or twice and may have discovered that the pitch, which always sounds great, may have delivered, well, let's just say a little less than what was advertised. What happens in a corporate world when you make a decision that costs the company money or or better said, requires the corporation to make an investment of time, energy, capital, resources, perhaps people, and the results aren't what you've sold to the boss. Do they go back to the vendor and ask for details? No. They typically go back to you. Say, tell us how you made this decision. How did you come, how did you come to the conclusion? And somebody who is experienced will be able to look back at all of the things that they did to vet that particular product, service, partner, campaign, deliverable, etc. They'll look at the decision matrix that they went through. And if the company is solidly structured, they'll have internal processes that make sure certain things happen so that they don't end up making decisions that are not helpful to the company. What are some of those ideas? Well, first of all, When somebody brings you an idea that appears to be of value to you, the question first is, how did you find me? In other words, is this a cold call? Are you just finding me because of a type of industry or business that we're in? Or did you come to me because we know each other? Do we have some pre-existing business relationship? And that speaks to credibility. How do I know you? Do you have credibility with me? And another element is, what type of credibility do you have me? We may know each other perhaps from church, or maybe we played ball together, or maybe we went to school together. And you may be reaching out to me because of that relationship, simply we happen to know each other, and you're bringing something else to me that's outside of the relationship. So now I have to begin to ask myself, okay, we have a solid relationship. I I trust you based on our existing conversation, our existing relationship, but... Can I trust what it is that you're bringing to me from a business perspective? And that doesn't mean that I think you're lying to me. The question is, is the value proposition you're bringing to me something that you have credibility and I know you have credibility enough to bring to me or bring to my organization? And so I have to begin to vet the source of information. And part of the challenge is, and one of the things that causes a lot of people problems in business is they don't know how to separate personal relationships from business relationships. They don't know how to understand. You hear the phrase commonly thrown around, it's just business. Well, some people say that mean two different things. Some people say it's just business, meaning um, I'm going to get mine and hopefully you're smart enough to get yours. Or if you bring me an idea and we have a great relationship, hey, I appreciate you bringing it to me. 
tell you what, we'll be happy to put it through our due diligence process. And if that process indicates this is a great value and it meets the company's objectives and it fits in the budget and, 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 then perhaps we may do business with you. And for the person that actually wants to deliver their product or service in the right venue with the right consumer, that's a great response. Because if I, if I know that what I'm bringing to you has value, then I'm going to encourage you to do the due diligence. I'm going to encourage you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to help facilitate that due diligence. Why? Because I know if you're the ideal candidate for what I have, then I want to help you go through the process and look in every deep, dark corner you can find because I know when you do that, what are you going to find? You're going to find out that I have exactly what I say I have. And when you find that out, you're going to be excited. Why? Because most people that bring you something in a bag and say, here, you're going to love this, what normally happens if they go through the due diligence process, you find out it's less than what was purported. So in this case, if I'm the individual bringing that to you, I have a lot of opportunity if I can show you specifically, here's what I have, here's why it matters, here's why it matters to you. And furthermore, here's a process, a simplified step-by-step sequence that will educate you about what we have on a timeline that's respectful of yours that will deliver to you a sequence of due diligence steps, which you can then come to a decision. That's professional. That serves the consumer. That serves you also as the individual that may be bringing that product or service. Why does it serve you? Because it saves time. It also makes it very clear to the recipient of that information, whether they purchase or don't purchase, that you're respecting their time, that you're respecting who they are, that you're honoring their capability, and you're inviting them to dig deep. So even if we don't do business together today, You've planted a good seed. You've shown that the way you conduct yourself, the way you do business is honorable. And that, in many cases, can quickly lead to an alternative opportunity to work together. Maybe a refined portion of that deliverable could serve them. Or perhaps it's a, hey, great, good to talk to you this time. Let's stay in touch. Keep me posted on the next development. It may simply be a budget cycle issue. A lot of people are interested in moving forward in different products, services, programs, et cetera, but the timing's off. So it doesn't mean that your product or service wouldn't deliver. It just means that we got to look at a different time. Should we talk next quarter, next half, next year? What does it look like? And then depending on how you conduct yourself, if you are good at follow-up and you use a good tracking system like a CRM or a client relationship management program to effectively follow up or continue to deliver background and support information, You'll be in good shape. And that's one of the key questions that you should always ask when you're taking somebody to something in the marketplace. Hey, if if this isn't a good time, would you like me to keep you posted on developments, upgrades, different elements of this model? And if they're truly interested, they'll say, sure, yeah, please do. And I'll be happy to stay in touch. And then I always have a way to reach back and continue the conversation. So it's a winning proposition. And at the end of the day, the person on the receiving end and the person on the delivery end feel good about the conversation, feel good about the process, and know that they've taken a step forward that's sown seed in a good relationship. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about specifically how we can apply this to a rebuilding America. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. 
To learn more about National Restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with pdgo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. At SurfPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's SurfPro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003. And with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family. And we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, thanks again for being with us today. If you've not had the opportunity to go to iTunes and look up Making America Strong Again, please do go ahead and subscribe there. You can also find us at patriotpodcast.com. And we really appreciate you listening and sharing this with uh, everybody that you know, because the work we do is really focused on making America strong again. And there are a lot of people that are hungry for information. They're hungry for ways that they can be effective. Most importantly, they want to see America survive. When you really look at the financial elements of where we are and put put aside all of the craziness in the political spectrum, just look at the numbers. We had a number of meetings last week in Orlando and Jacksonville and Dallas, Texas, and we met with a lot of people. And one of the things that most people just really don't have a way to understand is what does it really mean to be $19 trillion in debt as a country? What does it mean to have several hundred trillion dollars in bills that we have to pay yet we have no way to pay them because those bills are promises that we have made to people all across the country and they're called our kids and grandkids it's called the benefits that we're promising we have no way to pay that's a big deal how do you make those promises knowing that there's no money How do you do that? 
How do you look at people and say, yeah, everything's squared away, life is good, the country's doing well, when over half the country is making less than $30,000 a year? And furthermore, you hear the stats on the news about oh, the great unemployment rate. It's less than 5%. Well, that's, that's just phenomenal, except for one minor detail. That's only one statistic. Did you know that 38% of adults in America are now out of the workforce? Get a hold of that. 38%. That's 94, now it's up to 95 million people are out of the workforce. 23.2% of Americans, adults and children, are on some sort of public assistance. So you tell me, how does that make America strong? How does that make our country in a place where we can stand up and look to our kids and grandkids and say, you guys got it. You're going to be strong. The answer, we can't because we're lying to them. Now, we can stay willfully and blissfully ignorant if we like and pretend that, you know, we'll just live in happy town. We used to have a show when we were growing up called Fantasy Island. That was great fun. Mr. Rourke come out and everybody just living life in a dream world. That's, that's nice, except we don't live on Fantasy Island. Right now, we're living in a place that has great opportunity, and we have a very slim window to get our financial house in order. But more importantly, we've got to get our personal house in order. We've got to get our mind right about the future of the nation. In the opening segment, we talked about what it's like to be an innovator. We talked about what it's like to be the person that is pitched on a new idea. We've talked about being the person doing the pitching. How do I share something new and revolutionary? Part of the reason I shared that with you is because we're in that same position right now. The idea of making America strong again from the grassroots up in a nonpartisan environment through the power of small business is a new idea. As a matter of fact, it's an idea that a lot of people, they hear it and say, that's, that's really interesting. I have no idea what it means, but it's interesting. I'd like to know more. And part of what we discovered is if we create the capability for you to learn more and really get your arms around what that means, there comes a point when you find yourself standing right in front of the mirror asking yourself, am I the person? Am I the person that's going to step into this environment and learn what this is all about, what it really means, and furthermore, how I can be part of bringing this message to my community. Because there will be one person in every community who's first. There'll be one person that steps up and say, my fed-up meter is pegged. I've had enough. I don't really care what the politicos have to say about any of this. Politicians on both sides of the aisle. What I care about is the future of my family and the generations of kids and grandkids I will never know who are depending on me to make a good decision. Many of them will look back in history at this point in time. There will be a time 50 years, 100 years, 200 years from now when our relatives are going to look at this period in history and they're going to use whatever form of Ancestry.com is out there and they're going to find out who we were and they're going to ask the question, what did we do? What did we do when everything was on the line? In recent weeks, 
Patriot Mission has launched what we call the Power of Small Business Challenge. We launched it because we found that there were a number of people that loved the idea of rebuilding America. And even more, they loved the idea of unleashing the power of small business to do it. What is the power of small business? That's a, that's a cool little phrase, but what is it really? The power of small business is all about you. It's all about the 30 million Americans that have taken the risk, have created the energy of an entrepreneurial venture, whether that is a single-person operation. And realize 72% of all small businesses in America are single-person operations. That's 22 million people. 22 million people, either part-time or full-time, that have stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a business. I'm going to get in the game. I'm going to pursue my dream. Now, admittedly, virtually none of those people step up, start a business with the idea of rebuilding the nation. Even for, for us, it was a, an afterthought. I've been in business for a long time before this idea was presented. But the idea of capturing the horsepower of people that are all about taking ownership and responsibility for their future and the, their customers and delivering value and creating a business that's successful, meaning it actually generates a top line and a bottom line that has something called profit attached to it. Unlike what our government organizations do. Most of them do not run a balanced budget. Most of them run a deficit. And what do they do? They print money and devalue the future for our kids and grandkids. So how do we make that work? Well, we found that if we find one individual One individual in a community that's willing to stand up and say, you know what, I like this idea. I'd be happy to be the one to step up and do the research, find out exactly how this Power of Small Business Challenge is really structured, find out what it really means to lead it, and how exactly is this challenge going to lead to national restoration. That's a pretty big claim. Well, it is a big claim, but it's one we can stand behind. Why? Because we've invested over five years, and millions of dollars in personal and professional capital to put it in place. And now it's time to deliver. Research is over with. Execution is on. The time to identify bold leaders in the community that are willing to take a challenge. Most people won't. Most people would love to be second, third, fourth, twelfth, four hundredth. Very few people want to be first. The good news about those that step up The opportunity to be part of the challenge, to step up, to be part of an innovative team, to be able to step up and be one of a handful of people around the country that can leverage the value of your company, the value of your reputation, the value of the future of America, put it all together in one happy place, and we have a unique moment in history. That's why we call it a challenge. So if you've ever wondered, as a successful entrepreneur, who's accomplished much, who's now looking at the horizon saying, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? I've got another 5, 10, 20 years in business, whatever it is. I've been successful, but it's not enough because I really know what's going on in the country. I want to help. I want to help rebuild America through the power of small business. I want to be part of that team. How do I do it? You rise up, you take the challenge, and that challenge begins with research, due diligence, meeting the people who put it together, getting your questions answered. Go to backboneofamerica.com and start the process. It's all free. It doesn't cost you anything to step up and learn. It will cost you to participate. 
because everything we do requires capital. The good news is the bottom line, the profit for you, for our families, for our future is going to be remarkable. Go to backboneofamerica.com and find out what you're talking what we're talking about. Get four free videos and you'll see because it's time. It's time to take the challenge so we can work together and rebuild America. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. 